Hey guys, this is Kevin Sanders, and this is my podcast from Cancer to Courage. This is podcast number 12, pod, pod, podcast number 12. That's dulce. <laughs> that is, I am not a doctor. <laughs> I'm not a professional. I don't even have any letters behind my name. I'm just Kevin Sanders, and this is my story. And he is my friend. That's right, Dario. Yeah. How, uh, how's your life been since uh, last week? It's been pretty cool, man. I mean... You know, this lockdown is not as bad as it's made out to be. You know, it's um, it's brought me like really, really closer to God. You know, and um, amen, into other people, and it's just, it's a cool thing being locked down. I mean, lockdown is not, uh, you, you know, you're not in a cave. It gives you time to think <laughs> and to <laughs> and just um, recapping life and all that jazz. So, yeah, I'm doing all right. How about you? Yeah, I'm doing as well. Uh, I'm. Uh, <laughs> I've gotten used to working from, working from home. Actually, yeah. it's actually nice. Yeah. Um, I feel bad for all the extroverts out there because they're people, people, people. Yeah. And uh, they're they're. I think they're going through a harder time than I am because I'm semi introverted. Really? Yeah. Yeah. Is that like semi chocolate chip? Close. Oh. Yeah. Not full chocolate chip. Oh, okay. Yeah. Let's All right. Uh, we'll do the recap of pod 11. So um, we talked about what advice I would give to a person going through cancer. Yeah. Uh, how my faith kept me afloat and short-term and long-term effects of radiation. And that uh, that was podcast number 11. If you didn't hear it, go back and check it out. <laughs> Is that an order? That's it. Yeah. <laughs> 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 All right. Hey, with that being said, man, mm-hmm. tell me more about your faith. All right. So um, some of you may know mm. that I'm a pastor's kid, a PK. Yeah. Uh, most of the time, PKs go crazy and wild, and they go off the rail. Well, I did that too. Really? Uh, yeah. I had, a, I had a hole in me that I couldn't fill, and I was looking for people or drinks or drugs to fill that hole. Right. I, I, I strayed for years, and... Uh, that one night I had a seizure and found a golf ball sized tumor brought me back to the Lord. I had so many people praying for me that I wasn't even scared. Wow. Even on the, uh, it was like the 11, 12 hour drive, uh, to have surgery and wheeling me around into the operation room. I wasn't, wasn't scared at all. I was even talking to the, talking to the doctors like above my face. And I was like, so, this is where all your years in med school got you. Mm-hmm. Me. It's like, this is me. You get to operate on me. This is, uh, I'm your biggest project. <laughs> so is that because you didn't know what was happening in, or how serious it really was? Uh, I, I knew it was serious. It was as serious as what it was. Like, I knew that I could end up in a wheelchair. Um, I signed my name knowing that I could be paralyzed for the rest of my life. Wow. Uh, I felt like I had so much hope about my prognosis that, um, and I was just so full of joy that my friends and family around me thought that uh, thought that going through brain cancer was easy. Wow. Even even though um, there's about to be a large hole in my brain, I felt like the hole in my soul mm. was filled. You had a crater. Yeah, hmm. it was like a, a large hole, and I tried to plug it with everything, wow. but fill it with things, but I I couldn't. But um, yeah, yeah. Well, it seems to me like you were riding on your friend's faith opposed to your own. Mm. Mm-hmm. My friends are always the one 
usually usually your friends are always the ones to reintroduce you to God. Like your parents, uh, they can do the best they do to like raise you and guide you, but it takes uh, friends usually to pull you back. Right after you get re- reintroduced, you know you're in. Mm. Um, God uses friends and people around you to point you in the right direction when you're off track in your faith. At least in my point of view, my perspective. Well, you know, I can't get over this. 11 to 12 hour drive to have surgery and um, man I, you're good if it were me I would be like I'll lose my stuffing man <laughs> I'll lose my yeah. stuffing because I because I know what's coming man the surgery you that's know? right that's right um, yeah I don't know how I stayed so calm yeah I was gonna ask um, that question <laughs> I guess it was like if you were to talk to my mom yeah um, even to this day, she would, she would tell you that, um, I was the rock in that situation. Um, my mom was really crushed, uh, and she was very emotional. Mm. I just, got, I just got done watching the movie 300 yeah. and it was about a uh, hundred soldiers, um, fighting in Sparta and, uh, they were holding off a hundred social, a hundred social soldier, soldiers. Let's take a, a cut. Let's take that again, please. Huh? Uh, yep. Edit rolling. that out. <laughs> uh, there's a hundred soldiers That's it. and, um, they were, they were holding off or fighting against like a hundred thousand to 150,000 guys. Uh, and this, this isn't a movie. Um, I don't know this, it wasn't really a movie like I don't know. I would always, whenever I got to the word, like you'd hear Sparta, I'd always yell and thrust my fist in the air and scream, Sparta! Whoa. Anyway, we passed this city on the way <laughs> from Fort Wayne, Indiana, to Rochester, Minnesota, yeah. called Sparta. Mm. And me and my mom both pumped our fists in the air and yelled, Sparta! Oh. It was great. Like we were laughing a lot. <laughs> and uh, she, uh, I don't know, after her being very emotional, like I, I just, in those, kind of situations mm-hmm. i think i i felt like i calmed her down a bit wow wow so you could thank hollywood for making this journey a little smoother <laughs> for you huh <laughs> well yeah i tell you as being an actor myself in hollywood ha 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 i say it was worth it man yeah uh i mean i really did love movies yeah uh, because after surgery radiation and chemo I chose not to continue my edu- my education with IT. Mm. IT is internet technology. It deals with computer stuff, right. nerd things, and follow my love for movies. You know, like, interesting tidbit. Yeah. Um, I kept every single movie ticket I ever had and kept it in a, in a box. And um, it was obviously a pretty big box. And that actual fact got me my first job in the film industry wow. several years ago. wow. Look at you. <laughs> Look at me. Look I'm at a, you. I'm a big star now. <laughs> You're a star. Hey, so <laughs> that's really exciting, man. I guess, you know, I guess um, holding on to the, the movie tickets um, is, is, is opening to what you talked about in your last pod or your pod prior to your last pod about um, standing in a mirror and um, filming yourself, mm-hmm. you know, in case you forget how to move and how to do stuff, you know? That's cool. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That's really cool. You're ahead of your time, man. <laughs> I ah, guess so, yeah. So, there were no sticky notes, but movie tickets. Hmm? What a concept. Like, yeah, I was like, I guess it's not something you just go around asking people. Yeah. Like, um, you don't, like, 
ask people, hey, do you collect movie tickets? People collected various sorts of things, and movie tickets are just something I collected. Mm. I thought, uh, I don't know, I thought in the future I might pull them all out and count them and try to figure out how much money I spent. Yeah, I was uh, I was kind of hoping that it'd be enough to like buy a car or something crazy like that. that that's a lot of movies, man. Gee, <laughs> that, that is a lot of movie. I wish the movie stubs had like how much you paid <laughs> on them. Well, some they go. Of, some of them do. They go up though. Movies go up, man. Inflation. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Like start off at like seven bucks, and now they're like thirty. Mm. Wow, thirty. <laughs> thirty. I know. Like some of those three D movies are super expensive. Not thirty dollars. Oh no! Like, what if you went to um. What is that? Uh, uh, huge wraparound screens. What? And in 3D. Mm. Um, I forget what those movie theaters are called. Uh, Everyone who's listening knows. Yeah. You can just jot us email and tell us. <laughs> yeah. Hey, yeah, Kevin. Do it. Hmm. SandersJKevin at gmail.com. Dot, dot. I'll, I'll, I'll put it in, the, I'll put it in the, uh, the details of this podcast. Hey. So, wow. By any chance, Grasshopper, <laughs> did you keep any... Pills, you know, buy your movie tickets. Like, yeah. <laughs> I mean, since you're into um, memorabilia and stuff, <laughs> <laughs> try to keep any pills. Oh, I, I mean, I, I, yeah, you know. <laughs> well, yeah, did you? I was never a pill never keeper. Really, a fan of pills in general. Mm. So it it never really crossed my mind. I I never liked putting pills in my body. Really, that would it just because it would change how I felt, I guess. I, see, I, I got another it. fun fact. You do? Yeah, well, no, well, I take <laughs> I take medicine. I was like, uh, yeah, I take it. Headache? Yeah. Pop a pill. I mean... Backache? Etc. <laughs> I guess that's different than throwing pills in your body that will do a, a long-lasting effect. Yeah. Well, um, you, like, you got to read the bottle, man. Yeah? Does it say something about addiction or long-lasting effects on there? No, it says something about ki- kidney... F- Failure and the <laughs> k- 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 kidney failure. <laughs> but it, but it. All right. I got a, I got a crazy little fun fact. Yeah. I, I actually kept three of my chemo pills. Really? Since, you know, since I paid five grand per pill, wow. I was hoping that I could sell them one day. Mm. On the- Kidding, but still. Mm. I was like, maybe I could sell them on eBay or something. Be like, yeah, I got three more chemo pills. I'll. I'll mark them down for you from five thousand to four thousand nine hundred ninety-nine. Have to brush them off. <laughs> Just take a little blow and there, there you go. go. They're good, good as new. So, yeah, I'm thinking. Here's something really crazy. Were you like you kept these pills, right? I did. So, yeah, I still have them. Uh, so, mm-hmm. would you, by any chance, take one by mistake instead of your uh, Flintstone vitamins? Um. I think you would know really quickly, really, um, if they weren't uh, if they weren't the correct vitamin. It's like what? the Flintstones help your body be better, yeah. and they taste great. And chemo tastes horrible, even like if the pill sometimes like would crack open in my mouth, yeah. it would taste really bad. And so, like, it's not a sugary kind of pill no. like the Flintstones are. Mm. It's like one is a vitamin, one is a pesticide. Oh wow! So <laughs> I I don't yeah. remember. I remember Flintstones be like they were like they had this aftertaste to it. You know, it wasn't sugary. It was gross. Really? Yeah, man. Maybe it's been a long time since I've uh, since I've ever taken one. But well, it's been longer for me. Has it? When was the last time you took one? Oh, when I was um, ooh, 
I don't know, um, back in the early days, maybe the eighties. Oh no, 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 my bad. When I was maybe, I don't know, man. That's a good question. Let me Google it. (laughs) I don't remember the. I don't remember the last time I took them. I just remember the good stuff that they tasted great. Yeah, yeah. Most drugs do. I mean, I guess depends what you're taking. True. Hey, so (laughs) that's another pod. Hey, yeah. So, do you think this, uh, by taking this medicine, it made your big toe twitch? Hmm? Was he talking about uh, chemo or Flintstones? Ah, Flintstones. <laughs> it just makes you kind of <laughs> jittery. But chemo, yeah, chemo. Uh, I'm pretty sure my toe twitching was from brain surgery. And uh, I don't think, I don't know. I don't know, but I don't think uh, chemo would make it twitch anymore. Well, I read that in your blog, man. I mean, yeah. I, yeah. I read. It's from brain damage. <laughs> That's good you read. It's like, you know, I read a ton of books as much as I could to figure out what was going on in my head at the time. Really? Yeah. Hmm. Hey, grasshopper. Mm-hmm. Did you think you ever would survive this beast? Um, hmm. Yeah. I mean, if I woke up from surgery, right. I knew for a fact hmm. that I would conquer this. Yeah. I had a Sparta attitude, and I had just been given another shot at life. Yeah. Like, um, like, what's crazy is when you're going through all this, I felt like the everyday problems that people dealt with mm. were so trivial. Mm. Like, I'm dealing with life or death decisions and staring down my fate. Yeah. And there was, there was no future surgery. Like, there was, it all climaxed at surgery. I couldn't think about or concentrate on anything else. Like, really? I, yeah, I just knew... I had to get through this point in life because it would determine everything I knew. Like this, uh, this climax, this pinnacle. Mm. I couldn't see past this. It was like the top of a mountain, and you can't see over to the other side. Uh-uh. I just there's nothing on the other side. I just had to get through this. Flashbacks, yeah, yeah. Like the guy said, "I'll see you at the top." That's right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I forgot exactly what he said. <laughs> and you were at the top. If you could make it to the top, yeah. yeah. Mm. <laughs> So, hey, listen. So, brain cancer, um, this scare gave you a second chance, right? No, it did. Yeah. yeah. What would you say to people who um didn't have faith or hope or any idea what was going to happen, huh? Mm. Mm. Or a person that's just like really scared to death, man, that this is like the end. What would you say to them? I've met many people with cancer right. and fear mm-hmm. and unbelief in the 12 years now after cancer um i have found that loving them right where they are is the best thing i can do right a person becomes desperate to hear hope um when they're down that low and if you know if you've been through the same kind of thing they just kind of suck up and absorb all your words really Uh, yeah and then their uh their body their you know their body starts to fight instead of being depressed and their immune system comes out of being dormant and so it's like once the it kind of brings them out of depression to hear something so positive and so hopeful that they're about to go through that you've already been through. But it's funny, Grasshopper, you make this seem so easy, so effortless. Oh, yeah. Yeah, man. I guess once you've been through it and you look back on it, mm. it it's like you've done it. Like anything you have not done or you do it like your first time is always difficult. Like jumping on a plane, huh? Yeah. The first time for me, though, wasn't that scary. Really? No. I'll crap my pants, man. 
all over, yeah. all over. I mean, it's like they'll be like, push him off the plane. <laughs> it's man out of here. <laughs> it's man. Yeah, uh, I'd hate to be the guy that was strapped to you, jumped out of the plane. Well, I was like, I'll try to hold it until I jump. Yeah, that's good. Yeah. And just let it go on the way down, oh, brother. Let it rain. <laughs> you know, brown. You know. Yeah. Is that a purple rain? Brown rain. Yeah. It's uh, be like stinky, stinky rain. <laughs> what little nuts, right? Um. Hey. Yeah. <laughs> Side road. Yeah, I'm sorry about yeah, that. Yeah, we sorry. It, it happens. <laughs> we end up always talking about poop sometimes. I, know. I don't know how. But see, you, you went to eating chunks and stuff. Dry bits. Yeah. Yeah. That's gross. I don't know about all that. Yeah. <laughs> so, <laughs> gross. Yes. Yes. Grasshopper? I Yeah. You answered all my questions, huh? I, uh, I hope not. Well, Did but check it out. Keep throwing them at me. Okay. To say that, <laughs> to say that you have no PhD, no ABC, no XYZ, no LMNOPs, no letters behind your name, you you said a mouthful, man. You said a mouthful, my friend. You thank you, man. Yeah, you're an encourager. After all, appreciate it. Yeah, you know why? Do you know why? I uh, I don't know why. I know you're the ultimate encourager huh. because you're encouraging me. <laughs> no, man, no, no. I, you know, I can never um. Really, on a serious note, if I don't know, Kevin, how this is could really be scary, man. To um, and really to have any type of cancer and and just. I can't imagine what goes on through a person's mind. I really can't. And I know we we joke about it and we make mm-hmm. light of it, you know, with all due respect, but damn, you've um you've conquered it, man. You really have. You really have. And um I call you an encourager. I'm just trying to give back. Oh, brother, you are. And and um you're giving back because this is your story, man. Mm-hmm. Your story, and it's a wonderful story. I mean, it's full of, um, you know, um, pain, um, uh, medicine, and and <laughs> words of encouragement. Doctor, <laughs> climbing hills, uh, mountain, yep. the malls of America. <laughs> <laughs> it's been a pretty big adventure for sure. Yeah, man. When you went back and you you showed that guy your your. Brain cancer um surgery scar? <laughs> yeah. 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 My staples in my head. Staples. Yes. Uh, Kevin, really. Uh, you are the biggest encourager that I know, man. Bigger. Bigger than Thanks, Dario. Oh no, I'm really serious, man. I tell you, every podcast. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Every podcast? Almost literally, yeah. Sorry. <laughs> Sorry. No, it's it's great. You can't get enough of I don't know. You can't get enough of good things. Like, I can't keep telling you you're a handsome man often enough. <laughs> oh, well, thank you, sir. <laughs> yeah. Thank you, sir. Um, Yeah, I just, well, I mean, for all those people who are out there and um, really, this can be a tough time for you, you know, going through um, cancer, any type of cancer, it can really be tough. Um. Yeah. Uh, yeah. You know, it's just trust in God, man, and just read the word and and don't Yeah. Yeah, man. Don't um concentrate on um 
the bad, the ugly, right. the pain. You know, you may have it, no doubt. Yeah. But um, kind of be like Kevin. <laughs> yeah. Don't focus on the, the virus. Focus on uh, getting through it and having hope. And just remember, you know, you're not alone. Right, 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 right. You're not alone, really. And you know what? People think that they're alone when um, they're going through anything. You know? Yeah. Why is that? Mm-hmm. Uh, I guess when you don't see it happening to everyone else, right. it just seems like you're alone. Like, I don't want to dig too much into this pandemic, but it's like when people are losing their jobs, right. it kind of, it makes you feel, I don't know, not better, but it makes you feel more comfortable because it's not just you losing your job. Like it's everyone around you is losing their jobs as well. So it's like, there's some kind of comfort in that, I think. Really? Yeah. When everyone's uh, dealing with the same thing? Yes, yeah, because that makes it feel like, you know, you're not alone. Yeah, that that is true. Mm-hmm. But you think you think even, that, wow. I was going to say, even though this, it's not a good thing, no. it's it's better to, I don't know, go through goods and bads with other people. Right, right, right. And it's good to have always have a person there, um, have that, uh, what I'm looking for, um, loss of words. Can you believe it? Um, uh, like a... a what really good friend or someone you can uh yeah i i always call it vomit on but that's not a good word well, it's like so you can yeah well tell them your your darkest darkest secrets you got to get that out that's vomit that's vomit yeah 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 it's pretty cool and if you don't have a a person you can share um this your your journey what you're going through um kevin yeah what what is your advice did I put you on the spot? Um, yeah, I mean, I'm always on the spot. But um, mm. if you don't have anyone, yeah. then get a hold of me. And like, I love uh, people's vomit. <laughs> <laughs> Sounds weird, but you know, it's like I have. Uh, you know, I can encourage you. I, I'm, I don't know. I'm transparent. Ask me any any kind of kind of kind of kind of kind of question. Uh, any kind of question. Can, can we just I'll like cut you, that yeah. and just like, you know, redo that now? What is it? Yeah, cut, edit. <laughs> no. Rewind. Live. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, so just, uh, you know, get a hold of me. Email me. Um, yeah. Hey, what's your email? That's what I got. What's your email, man? SandersJKevin at gmail.com. Like I said before, I'll put it in the details of the podcast. And did we say that uh, this is all about faith, man? This is all about yeah. faith. Mm-hmm. You know, we um we do a lot of um side roles and, and um you know laughter. But really mm-hmm. cancer is a pretty serious deal. It is, you're right. It really is, man. A lot of people a lot of people die from it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And yeah, I think I think to be blessed to um survive um cancer of any type is mm-hmm. magnificent, man. Yeah, no, I agree. Yeah. It's like, uh, like survivors are very strong. Yeah. It's like when you come through uh, some of the darkest pain, mm-hmm. and you you come out the other side. Mm-hmm. It's like you have uh, a better understanding of what it's like, right? And um, I think you're stronger, and you have you have more patience and more empathy for people. Right, right, right. 
what you do, what you do. And I think any illness that a person has, it makes them more closer to um, people and life and what life mm-hmm. has to offer. Um, yeah. Yeah. You know, it's sort of like enjoying the little things, you know? That's right. That's uh, that's what life is all about. It's like the, uh, the journey and enjoying things on the way. Yeah. You know when people say, hey, stop and smell the roses. For real. Yeah, that's literally what it means. Yeah, yeah, yeah it does because <laughs> we don't want to start preaching here, but you, you never right. yeah, you, you never know when, um, you know, that time will come. But not to sound kind of like Eeyore, <laughs> just enjoy it every day you can, you know? That's um, right. Friends, families. Um, loved ones, just like have a happy life, man. You know? Yeah, take advantage of every day. Every day. Even the weekends. Even the weekends. Yeah. The weekends are the yeah. best. Hey, Kevin J. Sanders. Aye. This has been nice, man. <laughs> yeah, it has. It's been You great. know what? <laughs> I like this podcast. I can't think of a, <laughs> anyone that I'd rather podcast with. That makes sense. Thanks, Dario. Is that kind of weird? Yeah. We're two peas in a pod. Yeah, yeah. Two peas in a pod. Yeah. And I, yeah. I'm i enjoying it, man. Thank you, good man. I am too. I am. I am. So, buddy, any last words? Well, I mean. <laughs> <laughs> last words. Spartacus. <laughs> Sparta. <laughs> oh, wrong, wrong field. <laughs> oh, oh, yeah. Sparta. <laughs> <laughs> Actually. Spartacus yes. is a film. Yeah. It's a film. It is. It's a good movie. Oh, it's a movie. If you haven't seen it, go check it yeah. out. Well, we're not going to plug movies here. <laughs> Actually, yeah, I do have uh, some last oh, words. yeah. Um, what is it? And uh, I hope, uh, you know, some of this encourages you. Yeah. Um, I just want to let everyone know that um, God has made you to do so much more than what you've done so far. Yeah. He's made you to see so much more than what you've seen so far. Mm. There are adventures, treasures, and, and miracles in your future. And are you ready to take a hold of them? Ooh, wow. You might have some great days in the past, but greater days are in your future. Don't get stuck in the good things or the bad things that have happened in your past. The Bible says, let go of what's behind you and move forward into what's in front of you. God has greater things that he's bringing across your path. He's calling you to rise up. He's calling you to live your best days yet. The question is, will you believe him? Mm. Will you trust him? Will you allow yourself to step out of your comfort zone and see, what, see what's on the other side of your obedience? With that being said, Jeremiah twenty nine eleven: For I know the plans I have for you, declares the Lord. Plans to prosper you and not to harm you. Plans to give you hope in a future. Thanks for tuning in, guys. Hey, Grasshopper. Yeah. You said a mouthful. Yeah. <laughs> It was a good mouthful, though. Love you, buddy. Love you, too, man. We'll see you guys later. Let's check out here.